What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thank you for tuning into the Sports Ethos Nets podcast. As always, your host, Cody Mallory. You can find me on Twitter at RealCodyMallory. Tonight, I am once again joined by Anthony. How's it going, man? What's good? What's good? I watched the beat of basketball. Yeah, I mean, it's right now we're recording. The fourth quarter just started between the Brooklyn Nets and the Milwaukee Bucks in preseason. It is the Nets' second-to-last preseason game. Um, through three quarters, there is a ton to be excited about, a ton to like against the Bucks. And Anthony, I'm gonna be honest, I don't even know where to start because there is so much beautiful basketball being played right now by the Brooklyn Nets that I don't know where to start. And like it's preseason, but man, there is a lot to be optimistic about. Yeah, 100%. I guess we could start with like the focal point, Ben Simmons, like he's looked great, like facilitating doing the little things, even scoring a little bit with this floater, like everything you need him to do, he's doing. Yeah, I mean, as you speak of Ben, right now he's on another transition just past the Kyrie in the corner. But anyways, I mean, the Nets are using him all over the place once again on offense. He's been the primary ball handler. He's been in the post, drawing double teams. Um, he's been in the dunker spot. He's been a primary screener. He's been running dribble handoffs when Giannis is sagging off. I'm getting KD wide open shots. Um, but most importantly, he's being aggressive. And we saw it when he was kind of the lone star of the big three on the court in that se- second quarter, or it might have been the end of the first, when he started scoring and drawing double teams in the post. It created a wide open three on the wing for Utah Watanabe. Um, he got to the basket. He drew fouls, got to the line. Um, he's been tremendous. And on top of that, he's been playing incredibly good defense on Giannis. And then one possession, Giannis like, tried cutting the corner. He like literally stopped him from his tracks. Where I feel like when we played them in the playoffs that one year, there was not a single person in this team could even think about getting in front of him. Yeah, and even when Giannis, because I mean, he's still Giannis. Like, he's going to do Giannis things. But even when he gets past Ben or whether it's been Claxton or even Markeith, 
the Nets just have so much length and size that they've never had before around the basket that he's still struggling to finish. Whether it's KD helping over Claxton, helping over Royce, helping over. Um, it's not the days where it's a Patty Mills or a Seth Curry helping out down low. It's guys that are legit 6'6", six, 6'7", six, six, or taller with size, length, and they're just giving them fits right now. I mean, through 25 minutes, he's 4 of 15 with three turnovers. Like, yeah, he's 10 of 13 from the free throw line, but you'll take that any day against Giannis. Yeah, you kind of, like, assume Giannis is going to get his, and you kind of just go from there. If Giannis is not getting his, you find yourself putting a ball in by 20 points like the Nets are. I just want to say, like, the Nets are up 15 right now. There's nine minutes left. Man, Claxon just blocked Giannis. Goodness me. And the Nets aren't shooting the ball great. Like, KD, 6 of 15. And these are all very makeable shots. Kyrie's 8 of 19. Um, They're just competing, playing hard. Kyrie's on the ground right now wrestling with Giannis for a loose ball. Like, the Nets have fight again, Anthony. This is what we wanted to see. They're playing harder now than they did last season in the playoffs against Boston. I said it. Yeah, I agree. I think there's a new ball in, like, mindset in this Nets team. Like, you said last year in the playoffs, you kind of had the idea that they gave up. And right now they're in a preseason battle, and the guys are diving for balls, making great plays, giving it all their effort. It's very nice and refreshing to see compared to what we saw the last few years. 100%. And I know kind of a main discussion on this podcast between yourself, Joe, and me has been the Brooklyn Nets uh, center position. I want to give a lot, a lot, a lot of credit to Nicholas Claxton. He looks, I know we've always said in the past, like, oh, he looks stronger. He doesn't look at, he's playing stronger right now. Um, in 23 minutes, he has 16 points, eight rebounds, and three blocks. If they get that kind of production from Claxton and then Ben plays some five, which he did very effectively to close out that first half, you get Markeith. I mean, even Dayron looked solid. The Nets might be okay at the five. Do you think so, Anthony? Um, I, I think okay is the probably best case scenario where, like, I think there's still room for improvement, but, like, they can, they can get through it. I think best case scenario. I agree. And I mean, the main thing with, with Clax has been he's got to stay on the floor. He's been unlucky with some injuries, some unique illnesses that cost him a lot of time. I think it was last year, right? I think actually it was the year before. Uh, everything was last year, right? Yeah. Everything's just a blur over these past couple of years with the Nets. I'm not sure. But if he can stay on the floor, like he's he might be a perfect fit for the Nets. Like, him and Ben and the offense have looked very good tonight, um, mainly because they're getting stops and they're playing in transition. And then defensively, they can switch. And, I mean, Kyrie Irving, for the majority of the game, has been the only guy on the court that's shorter than six seven. I know we saw some run from Patty, a little run from Cam. But besides that, it's been Ben, it's been KD, it's been Marquise, Claxton, Dayron, Utah, Royce. Like, these guys are all legit 6'7 and bigger. Yeah, it's nice like, having, like, players in this team now that can actually defend multiple positions rather than, like, having, like, the lineup where we had three-point guards playing or we had to, like, just kind of, like, do make best what we had. There's a lot of versatility where guys can switch where in the past we haven't had, like, a roster configuration that allowed that. 
Yeah. I mean, it's like I like we said, it's preseason, but there's just so much to be excited about. Um, it's even good. like, did you see the Joe Harris news? Yeah, I mean, if you want to touch on it real quick for us. Yeah, apparently, so Joe Harris is like injury is not directly related to his ankle. I mean, it's somewhat related, but it's actually his foot that's a little sore. It's like a general side effect that happens with that. And he did travel with the team, which is like generally a hope for optimism. And so someone put that around. It's usually if like you're at long term, you don't travel. So there's optimism he's going to make the season opener. So fingers crossed. Yeah, and then we heard a little bit um, about Seth. There was also, if I'm not mistaken, hope that he'd be ready for the opening night. Um, he still has not been cleared for five on five yet, but he's been doing every other drill. Uh, so that would be a big boost as well. Yep, for sure. <clears throat> I'm trying to find the exact thing about Seth. One second. Yeah, so from Nick Friedel, um, beat reporter, uh, ESPN, uh, Joe Harris' foot is feeling better and progressing in the right direction. Nash is optimistic that he'll be ready for the opener. As far as tonight goes, Nash has a chance that KD, Kyrie, and Simmons play a little more than 25 minutes. Um, he was going to say Joe Harris is also optimistic he'll be out there for the regular season opener. He says the foot soreness was expected at times after its ankle reconstruction. He is looking forward to doing more work in the next few days. Um, and like Frank Isola said on the pregame coverage, it's good. It's a good sign that he's traveling with the team because typically when a player is expected to be out for the foreseeable future, they don't travel with the team. They're busy rehabbing. So that is definitely a good sign. Yep. And as for, as for Seth Curry um, from Nick Friedel as well, he tweeted out, Seth Curry is with the Nets on this trip. He's going through some drills with the group but still has not been cleared for five-on-five work. As he continues his ankle rehab, he's hopeful to be ready for the opener, but wants to see how his ankle responds this week, which tells me that he is kind of doing an uptick in work for this week and seeing how his ankle is. Representing, yeah, try to get these guys ramped up for next Wednesday. I mean, next Wednesday is against the Pelicans, obviously. And they're also a big team like Milwaukee. I mean, tonight Milwaukee started Brooke Lopez, Giannis, and Bobby Portis Jr. And the Nets are not only holding their own in the paint, they actually have out-rebounded the Bucks this far uh, with eight minutes left in the fourth. They have more points in the paint than the Bucks with 42, and Milwaukee only has 24. Like, we would never have seen that in the last couple of years against Milwaukee. Yeah, honestly, you're right. Like, we haven't seen that in years past. And hopefully, like, this is something that can, like, be, like, sustained the entire regular season rather than, like, something you only see here in a game or two. Yeah. And, I mean, like I said, it's preseason. But all good signs. I mean, the Bucks are putting out pretty much their regular rotation, kind of like the Nets are. Um, obviously, the Nets are shorthanded with the players we just mentioned. But the Bucks don't have Chris Middleton. But besides that, I mean, we've seen Giannis play 26 minutes so far. There's still eight minutes left in the fourth. We've seen Bobby Porter's play 26. Drew Hall, they play 28. So this is not against the Bucks like, reserves. Like, this is their main rotation besides Chris Middleton. It's a good sign, yep. I think Middleton's out for a few more weeks, they were saying, but he'll be back by, like, late November-ish, I think. Yeah, I mean, Middleton 
he's not. I don't think. Yeah, he won't be ready for the beginning of the season. But one more thing I want to talk about with the Nets and this game is their offense. Um, last year, we saw a lot of ISO heavy play um, with KD and Kyrie, and obviously the Brooklyn Nets have a new assistant coach, Igor Koskov. I feel like I always botch that name, but I believe that's correctly. Um, this is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And, I mean, the ball movement is just beautiful. When Giannis was sagging off Ben Simmons, there was a play, I believe, third quarter. Kyrie and KD were on the right corner. KD set a screen. Or, sorry, Kyrie set a screen on KD's guy. They switched. KD got a smaller defender on him, came up, dribble handoff with Ben, and he got a wide-open jump shot. So that's one thing we have not seen before. And then later in the same quarter, Kyrie was the primary ball handler. Ben Simmons came up and set a screen. He then went off. Kyrie got a switch. Right wing once again. Kyrie, I, Kyrie's dribbling up. Ben ran underneath the basket. KD set a screen for him. KD came off that, got the ball, found Ben in the dunker spot. Ben kicked it to Patty in the corner, and then Patty kicked it to Kyrie at the top of the key for a wide open three. Um, those are just two examples that stick off my head, but the Nets just aren't isoing anymore. They're actually running offensive sets, whether it's dribble handoffs with Ben Simmons. We've seen them be successful on about five of those, whether it's with Kyrie or KD. I would expect Joe Harris and Seth Curry to come off a bunch of those as well. Um, using Ben all over the floor, being kind of that main ball handler for possessions so that KD and Kyrie can play off each other on the right wing, kind of like James Harden used to, and just pace. We saw to start that second half, the Nets scored two buckets and got two stops in 32 seconds, which caused a timeout by Milwaukee. And it's like, if the Nets continue to play at this pace, expect them to go on a lot of 12-0 runs in two minutes or 8-0 runs in a minute and a half which is what the Warriors used to do in their championship teams. So you got to score in spurts. And like we said earlier, like on their spaces, like don't waste any time on a shot clock. Just use every second out there and like attack when the defense isn't ready. And just like kind of just play like that. Like not carry basketball, like play that basketball or every pass and every dribble that just has meaning to it. Because in the past, that hasn't been the case here. So I think this team has a lot to prove, like you mentioned. And hopefully this translates into the regular season, like you said. Yeah, 100%. And the Nets just took out KD, 725 left. 
Um, I'm not sure if Ben and Kyrie came out. Ben is out, but Kyrie is still in the game. Um, the Nets' next preseason game is Friday against the Timberwolves. I'm not sure if we will see the Nets' big three that game. They kind of worked their way up to 30 minutes tonight. Kyrie's at 33, KD's at 31, Ben's at 28. So who knows if we'll see the Nets' big three again before the opener on Wednesday night. But a lot of good things to like. Yeah, I could see them not playing their starters the next game and kind of just resting up. Yeah, I mean, it would make sense. I would like Steve Nash to get Kyrie Irving out of this game, personally. As oh, the Nets just called a timeout. I'm sure Kyrie's coming out right now with 6.45 left in the game. Um, one thing we did miss real quick is that Brooklyn Nets' Edmund Sumner has been diagnosed with a hip strain um, per Steve Nash. So, obviously, he has not played tonight. I don't know what that means for his future. I believe he's on a not guaranteed, non-guaranteed deal. Is that correct, Anthony, off the top of your head? Um, I think, yeah, I think so. I think it's non-guaranteed. He has to kind of prove it in training camp. I think it was him, Watanabe, and... Markeith. I think Markeith, well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Edmund Sumner, they just showed him on the bench, so he's still with the team. I'm not sure how serious the injury is. The Nets didn't really specify once again, but... Um, he was playing well, so I hope he's okay and can get back on the floor soon. Yep, agreed. Well, all right, Anthony. Anything else you want to mention, real quick? Or I think uh, we're all set. All right, thank you guys for listening to the Sports Ethos Nets podcast with Anthony and Cody. Very impressive showing by the Brooklyn Nets tonight against the Bucks. Let's keep the momentum rolling. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.